0: Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panna, the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So in today's episode, I really want to discuss uh, something close to my heart, which is Filipino-American fatherhood. Now, last week I spoke about Filipino-American brotherhood, uh, but this past week I really want to discuss uh, the issues that I went through this week as a dad, uh, some of the things I've realized after last weekend's on weekend. If you don't know what that is, just follow us on YouTube and, and Instagram and Facebook. You'll see what that's about. Uh, but basically, after coming from that weekend, and going into this weekend now, I've had a lot of time to think about fatherhood. Um, and I, this is something that's always on my mind, but I really want to discuss it today, especially through the lens of a Filipino-American dad, because I don't think there's enough outlets discussing this. Um, and so one of the things that I want to bring up first is the, I guess, the unique challenges. I mean, fatherhood is difficult all in its own. It has its joys. It has its difficult times. But overall, it's beautiful. But through the lens of a Filipino-American, it's often difficult for me to often know where to draw my fatherhood knowledge from because my dad is a Filipino immigrant. He moved here back in the late 70s, early 80s, and you know, he raised me primarily as a Filipino dad would uh, with a lot of the values and a lot of the work ethic of a Filipino immigrant. Uh, but now you know, you know, now it's 2020, and the world that I live in now, the world that my son is going to grow up in now is far different than the world my dad grew up in. So oftentimes I ask myself, how am I going to raise this young Filipino American boy from a not just an american perspective but also a filipino heritage perspective because while i'm an american first because i was born and raised here i i do want him to embrace his filipino roots so i i do believe again as a filipino-american father there is a little bit of a challenge knowing how to raise your son or daughter in this environment where they're not going to be exposed to the filipino culture the same way i was my my son for instance will not learn tagalog really i realistically because my wife and i even though we're both filipino-american we don't speak Tagalog. So how do we keep him close to his roots? How do we keep him close to his culture? And also, how do we take the values of the Filipino culture and integrate them with the American culture? And that's kind of a hard thing to do. If you're a Filipino-American listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about. We grew up with one foot in each culture. And it's kind of hard to figure out. You kind of feel out of place sometimes. And now that I'm a dad, I'm trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, how am I going to raise my kid with both values? You know, And so I want to talk about that in this episode today. So Um, The the interesting thing growing up as a Filipino American in New Jersey where I grew up and even now here in Texas where I live, um, the American culture really values liberty and freedom and individuality. The Filipino culture is a little different because we cherish family and tribe and community and your reputation and all these things. And oftentimes these things feel at odds. Like how can I celebrate my freedom and liberty as an individual and still be part of a tribe and be part of a community and put the community above myself, right? Right. And that becomes challenging at times. And I know for my son, again, he's going to be raised as an American primarily because both his parents are American. We're Filipino descent, but we're also American. But it's also, again, important to me that he's raised with the values of a Filipino uh, because I think those are, there are good values in it. right? And I think it's important to note those, those things. So I just want to talk about, really quick, let's break down some of the things that I want to kind of merge between the Filipino culture and the American culture for my son, who is now three going on four years old. Uh, Because again, the world that he's going to grow up in is not going to be the same as the world I grew up in. It's definitely not going to be the same world that my dad grew up in. So the first thing I want to talk about is the importance of family. And I think a lot of Americans believe in the importance of family, but frankly, I think Filipinos take it to another level. (laughs) Um, The family always seems to come first. And that was always my mindset growing up. That was always how I was raised. My parents did everything for us and the family, my, my, the five of us, my siblings and my parents, we were like a unit in ourselves and we were, we were very close knit and we still are. And I want to raise my son with a sense of family a duty to family. But at the same time, I also want to incorporate some of that American culture into it where yes, your duty is to the family, but at the end of the day, you need to be strong enough on your own because one day he's going to have a family. And so I see this with a lot of Filipino-American guys, and I was talking about this last week in the Brotherhood episode and the Masculinity episode before that. There's a lot of Filipino-American guys who, frankly, are not men. They are, they've leaned into the Filipino culture so much that they've forsaken any kind of sovereignty because, frankly, Filipino culture does not, by itself does not generate strong, powerful men. I'm just going to say it. They don't. Um, how do I know this? Because if you look at the track record of Filipino-American males in this country, ages 21 to even 40. A lot of them still live at home with their parents. A lot of them are not paying their own bills. A lot of them are still catering to mommy and daddy. And that's a problem. And it's a problem that I'm familiar with because I almost got sucked into that myself, to be honest. I actually had to move out here to Texas on my own to experience what it meant to be independent and to to stand on my own and to be self-reliant. Because honestly, my parents are going to want to step in. That's natural, and that's a good thing their parents, right? But it's important for us to draw the line. And so I do want my son to have that Filipino sense of family and duty to family. But at the same time, I want to raise him with an American sense of masculinity that, guess what? One day, you're going to be an adult with your own family. And you need to be able to be strong on your own because you can't come running to us. There has to be a balance. Okay? Now, when I say not don't run to us, I'm not saying I don't want anything to do with you and you have a problem. But I need to raise him to be so, in, so be so strong and so self-sufficient that he does not need me anymore. And if you're not a dad, I know that might sound sad, like, oh, he won't need me anymore. But that's my goal. My son should not need me after a certain point in his life. Now, I want to be part of his life, but he should not have to need me. He needs to be better than me. He needs to basically render me obsolete. So while I do want him to have that sense of family, I also want him to have that sense of independence and liberty with him so that yes, he is going to be loyal to his family, meaning me and my wife and his siblings, hopefully in the future, you know, but at the same time, I do want him to have that sense of loyalty to himself and that sense of self-reliance to himself. I want him to have that sense of self-reliance because I want him to be able to be a stronger leader for his family one day. All right, And that's important to me. So that'll be the first thing. So integrating not just the concept of family, but also make him strong enough so that he can raise his own family well. And I think that's a perfect marriage of the two cultures there. The second thing is I'm going to teach him Filipino martial arts. And this is how I got close to the Filipino culture. He is not going to have Tagalog spoken in the home, but he will have the art of the stick and the blade spoken in the home through me. Right? That is how I connected to my culture. And I'm going to make sure that he understands that aspect of his culture as well. It's going to empower him. It's going to teach him that it's going to, that he may not speak Tagalog or Cebuano or any of the languages from the Philippines, but he is of warrior blood because all Filipinos are of warrior descent. And that that knowledge of his lineage and where he comes from should empower him to overcome challenge, to empower him to embrace his culture and his identity, to teach him how to be strong. All right, so Filipino martial arts is going to be part of his life. And again, he, he doesn't have to succeed me. And for the record, a lot of people are like, well, is he going to take your place? I mean, I would love that. I would love it if he took over the system. I would love that. But even if he chooses not to do that, he still needs to know the martial arts because one, he needs to know how to protect himself and be strong. And two, it's going to expose him and give him a bridge to his culture. It's going to expose his culture to him in a way that you know he may not be able to get otherwise. Because from what I can see in this neighborhood, we are the only Filipinos here. <laughs> So the Filipino martial arts may be his only connection to his past. And that's important, okay? And the third way I'm going to raise him as a Filipino-American is to know how to honor the woman in his life. The one thing that my dad taught me was how to really honor the woman. Now, there's a lot of guys out there who are just, frankly, just mindlessly whipped by the women in their life. They let them walk all over them. My dad was not like that. He was still a very strong man, very, very loyal to my my mother, Um, you know, my mother, frankly, she, she ran the house in a lot of aspects like most Filipino moms do, but my dad always honored her and respected what she wanted, not because he was whipped, even though people used to joke about that as kids, but it wasn't because he was whipped. It was because I realized now that as a married man and father myself, he was doing his duty as a righteous man to honor his wife, to be loyal to her, to not cheat on her, to not look at another woman, to understand the importance of the family over himself All right. And that's important to me because I want to pass that ideal on to my son. And the last thing I would probably cover with him is work ethic. Filipinos are known everywhere I've been to just be hard workers. We got this hustler's grind. If you go to the Philippines, it's hard to find a person without their own business. Everyone seems to be an entrepreneur somehow. They either invest in land or they have their own side hustle, whatever. Everyone's running a business on their own in the Philippines. Whereas here in America, it's not so much like that. A lot of the Filipino immigrants that moved here want their kids to have security in in medical field or law, law or what have you. But in reality, in the Philippines, everyone's got a business over there because they want to control their income. They want to make sure that they can set the tone for their financial future. And I want my son to have that kind of work ethic. He doesn't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur necessarily, uh, but he does need to have a sense of work ethic where regardless of what he chooses to be, he's got to take that Filipino grit, right? And that toughness that my father had. And I want him to have that himself. So if he decides to go to med school, he's going to crush med school. If he decides to go to the military, he he crushes the military. If he decides to become a school teacher, he crushes education. I want him to work harder than everyone else. He may not have as many connections. He might not even have all the money on the world and the planet, but he's going to have more work ethic. And I think that's what Filipino culture brings. Filipinos, everywhere I've been, and I've spoken to many employers, uh, even guys I know who run their own businesses, when they hire Filipinos, they're like, man, these guys are machines. They never stop working. They don't complain. They just work. (laughs) And I want my son to be the same way. I want my son to have that. So again, I want him to... Excuse me. I want him to have a sense of duty to family, but at the same time have enough strength to lead his own family one day. I want him to connect to the Filipino martial arts in order to connect himself with his warrior culture, his warrior past to make him stronger today. I want him to honor the woman in his life that he's going to marry one day. And I also want him to have work ethic, all right? The same work ethic that his Filipino grandfather and his ancestors had before him. This is how I want to bring in the Filipino culture to his American lifestyle. And again, it seems sometimes that they're at odds, but in reality, they're not. If we know not to take a step back and just idolize both cultures objectively, we will see that there are some things that conflict, but there's many things that are congruent. And if we can connect those things, our next generation, the next generation of Filipino Americans in this country are going to be stronger and more capable than ever. All right, guys, so I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.